Hey guys, welcome back to Bam That's God's Word podcast. Today we are back into our second season, which is Finding Identity, Women of God. So today we have the pleasure of talking about Deborah, um, and yeah. Yeah, so welcome back. Today we have two very special guests with us. We have Catherine and Megan. So we're gonna go ahead, let you guys introduce yourselves, tell us a little bit about you. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Catherine. I am Maddie's life group leader slash uh, led, well, was in charge of junior high Bible study when Becca and Addie were in it. Um, so I know them well, I think. <laughs> um, my favorite verse is Psalm 62, 8, and my favorite current book of the Bible is James. Nice. My name is Megan. I am Maddie's um, life group leader, and then I also know Becca and Addie just from student ministry. Um, my favorite book of the Bible right now would be the Psalms. I think the Psalms are awesome. And then my favorite verse is um, Colossians 1 10. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> you know it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So at this point, if you don't have your Bibles, go ahead and grab them so you can follow along with us and study God's word for yourself. All right. So let's dive into this. So like we did with Eve and Ruth, um, we're going to start with Deborah's name. Her name means bee, which is interesting, um, like a queen bee. Um, but there are a few relations that tie in to yeah. her story and tie in and our biblical good perspective with us yeah um so just as bees follow their leader in a swarm the jewish people follow the sages and prophets to teach them and as a bee sting is quite painful but the bee's honey is sweet god's word will sting those who don't follow his commands but will bless those who live righteously with a sweet life um and um bees are lily insects which is a reminder to god's children to be helpful yeah, that's cool. Just, so those are really cool points, Addie. Um, and something else about Deborah is she is the only recorded and like known of prophetess. And not only that, but she was also her and Samuel were the only people who were both judges and prophets, which I think is super cool. And you can just tell that God like so specially chose them. Yeah, that's cool. And um, for those be relations um thanks to christianity.com <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Send me> <laughs> we love christianity.com use your resources god gave them for a reason so yeah. we get to know him yeah. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so i think it's really important to know the context of um deborah's story and in any part of the bible so Deborah was a judge in Israel, and you can find that in Judges. You can read the whole book of Judges, and that goes through um, the Judges in Israel. But basically, this happened after um, Israel was in the land of Canaan. Um, and it says in Judges that everyone did what was right in his own eyes. So, like, they did terrible things. And if you read through Judges, it's like you'll just be astounded by the depravity of man and what that looks like. Um, but God, like, put Judges in charge at that time um to kind of like control the situation in a sense um and then also deborah was a prophetess as well so she also was able to like prophesy um of what was to come during her like in the story which we'll get to eventually um but i just think it's really cool because deborah is like the only female prof uh judge as mm -hmm. well so you can just see like how the lord used her 
um through that time and it was just really cool to see it's like one of my favorite things um so during that time the uh, lord had sold them into the hand of jabin who's a canaanite and when they were supposed to enter the land of canaan this was like before deborah's time um what they were supposed to do when they entered canaan was like completely wipe out all the canaanites but israel was like too scared to do that so they didn't do that so they were constantly plagued by the um canaanites all like the tribes of canaan so um jabin is the king at the time who was in charge of them um and he reigned over them for 20 years before and they just kind of like let him do it which is wild Mm -hmm. to me um I don't know if it was like to be peaceful or what that looked like to hope for peace but they were just like reigning over him and he the canaanites did like terrible things so to people um so that's when deborah comes into play um and the lord basically tells her to tell barack um to like go kill go kill um basically go against jabin and his army so yeah it's just a really interesting um backstory and i really recommend like learning more about the canaanites and israelites and what that looks like because it'll explain more um as we're going into judges but also the judges like are leading up to the king of israel coming into play as well so yeah it's just really cool yeah uh her story is found in judges four through five um that's typically where we get most of her story there um Another cool thing is like with her idea, with her leadership role of being a female judge, she's also the only one that's called a prophet out of the judges. Um, she, uh, one verse that stuck out for me from like um, Judges 4, which was Judges 4 9, um, which talks about um, how, uh, uh, words, um, sorry, <laughs> that uh, the Lord will deliver um, Sisera into the hand of a woman. And so I think like that was with her role of being the only female judge, um, that verse kind of just like, oh, that's what stuck out. That's was like the Lord will deliver. And so it's like this act of like, it's part of God's plan. And that it wasn't a mistake that she was in this leadership role because it was uncommon at that time. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And I think what's really cool about Deborah is, I mean, I, I personally would think that it'd be scary to be, especially like the only female judge at that time too, because like if all the other ones were male and like you could see what they had done and like all of that, then, you know, I'd be nervous to be the first female judge, but she, she showed courage and obedience and faithfulness, um, all throughout this. And you can just tell that like she trusts God and she knows, um, where her faith is and just has that courage, um, and yeah yeah okay so going off um becca what you said i love how we can take like bible stories and then apply them like to our lives mm-hmm. right so like i will always think like old testament like how does this apply to my life like what does these stories and judges mean like who are these people um and what i like about this story it takes like an unexpected turn a little bit with um jl mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. like like, yes, Deborah like, prophesied that, like, it would be a woman. And I think everyone, you kind of read that, and she's the only woman judge. And so it's like, oh, it's going to be Deborah, mm-hmm. right, who does this, who completes this. Um, but that's, I think, when God takes, like, a little unexpected turn for us, um, like, the readers. And JL, it's like, it's no, like, it's JL. Um, and I think that's just so applicable in our lives because we can think so clearly and see so clearly 
of what we think God's plan is like mm. for our lives or for a situation mm. or a moment. And then it just takes a really unexpected turn, but like it still fulfills yeah. like his plan and his will mm. at the end mm. of the day, which I think is so mm-hmm. cool. We're just like little pieces moving around <laughs> in it. So, yeah. Yeah. I think another cool detail um, in Judges 4 verse 5, it says, um, she used to sit under the palm of Deborah between Ramah mm-hmm. and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the people of Israel came up to her for judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the fact that um, Deborah had wisdom to yeah. sit there and mm-hmm. have people come to her and give them right judgment for them. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's described in chapter 5 as the mother of Isra- in mm-hmm. Israel. So mm-hmm. like just the wisdom that a mother would have and impart to her children like she did that as a judge and people really Mm -hmm. respected her and it's like even more so seen in the way that like Barak goes about um wanting her to come with him Mm -hmm. um to fight Sisera because he he like literally says that like God is with her Mm -hmm. so he wants him her to come with him Mm -hmm. like he sees such value in that Mm -hmm. I think it's like really easy to harp on Barak for saying like Mm -hmm. no like I want you to come with me but instead he almost like is wise in that choice too and saying like I Mm -hmm. want the wisest person in Israel right now that the mm-hmm. Lord has like sovereignly like put in charge to come with me because I know mm-hmm. that I will be better off mm-hmm. in that sense. Um, like, cause the first time I read it, I was like, what is Brock doing? Like, he mm-hmm. seems like, he kind of seems like mm-hmm. he didn't like, I don't know what like the right term, like nervous yeah, about like, it, yeah. which makes sense because you're going up against like 10, 900 chariots mm-hmm. of iron. So, and stuff like that. But yeah, it just was really cool to like see him be like, no, I see value in bringing Deborah with me as well. Um, mm-hmm. And then to almost like be like, okay, so if I don't get the glory in this, this is, this is okay and I'll go to someone else because God gets the glory in the end all be all. Mm-hmm. And I think like that's something really cool on her part as well because like the military mm-hmm. leader, Barack, like he was afraid, if he was afraid to go, like can you imagine how scared she must yeah. have been too? Yeah. Um, and, like, God's plan for her wasn't easy, but she still fulfilled it, mm-hmm. and, like, she stayed faithful, mm-hmm. even despite all of that, and, like, she knew, like, what she had to do, and she obeyed it. And yeah. I feel like a lot, um, or often we see in the Bible, like, people try and take shortcuts around it, um, mm-hmm. like Jonah, or even, yeah, just all different people, but I just think that's incredible about Deborah mm-hmm. that she, like, she just went right into it. She was like, I trust you. I'm gonna have faith. Yeah. And just do it. And her, like, courage to, like, mm-hmm. go into that setting, like, typically like war is very harsh it's a harsh thing it's in harsh action and Mm. it's like not like oftentimes it's like it's not easy and so her like her being considered the wisest person to go and to help and just like how fearful she probably would have been and just how like uh how much courage she did take to like do that action and go through that um and just like trusting god being faithful um and i guess that's just like a good representation for like us um to be like obeying to the to God and like being faithful and like even when like things may be like weary or like we're uncertain like mm-hmm. that time definitely was probably hard for her because like going to war like you're like uncertain yeah. you couldn't come yeah. back she could have died and like sure. uh, just God's plan through it all and mm-hmm. so seeing her commitment to that like yeah. I'm willing to follow you to like the ends of the earth so yeah, I have a question related to that. Um, why is it important for us to be courageous and obedient in our faith? Mm. I think because Jesus was. 
I know that that doesn't apply to Deborah because like Jesus obviously wasn't there, but we even learned in church today that we can like imitate him. Like it, we can imitate him in his suffering and like whatever he went through because he already had, he already did it. So I think it's important. That's like, I know it's a really generic answer, but (laughs) cliche, but (laughs) it's fine. Mm -hmm. No, that's good. And I feel like we also need to have faith and courage and obedience because like it's what's, it's what God has called us to do. And like Mm -hmm. his calling is going to be different for everyone. So um, that also goes along with like, um, the church being the body of Christ, like we're each going to have different callings. We're each going to have different things that God asks us to do. And if we don't fulfill that, then that like, that's, um, that's not going to help build the church. It's not Mm going to help give us that good foundation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like, uh, something that like just kind of stuck out with to me, just like the way that I see that in like my life, like in, I teach help with little kids, Maddie and I teach a class together. And so like, we talked about that today in class. And so like that being such a, like a monumental like thing, like even teaching like the little children about mm-hmm. it and like how mm-hmm. like to be courageous and like how like God fits that role of being in charge and like the head of the church and just like mm-hmm. how how God uses so many things to just circle back in and to like connect back to like, him like Mm -hmm. everything leads back to him no matter like what like being courageous oh we need to be courageous like for the lord we need to be faithful like to the lord Mm -hmm. and like just everything always connects back to him and Mm -hmm. that's just like all like all one i don't know struck that's not a word awestruck (laughs) i get awestruck because of it yeah 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 i think another thing um too is that we can't shy away in our faith um that deborah had to be bold and to go into that battle um and like practically with our life like if we want to glorify god and live for him and share his gospel and um do all those things like we can't do that like held back we can't do that mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. be shy yeah like we have to be bold and go out and proclaim mm-hmm. the gospel with courage and obedient like jesus commands um to make disciples of all nations so yeah and i think i think obedience is such a cool thing because there could be you know like i think about reading your bible or like getting the word every day and be like oh i don't Mm. want to do this but i like i have this feeling i'm tired and there's a lot of time like that i have to do with a whole bunch of other things and like you don't want to do it but like Mm. i found personally like through obedience and through like doing that or through like leading ministry um like and by being obedient to God, like my heart desire changes to like want to continue to do that, want to continue to grow closer to the Lord. So it it is obedience, but it leads to like faithfulness. Mm. And it leads to me being more courageous mm. to mm. get out there, to lead ministry, to to teach people about him, mm. yeah. um, to get into the word. Um so I Because of like her example. Yeah. 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 I think like these stories always always point me back to like the sovereignty of god um and it's just such a great reminder um because it's easy to read the stories and be like oh she like went up on top of a mountain and there was a (laughs) war going on and like that's so cool that like she was okay and like she must not have been like scared at all but instead like i would be terrified if i was hurt Mm -hmm. even though i knew that god was in control Mm -hmm. and to be able to like see this like see what Mm -hmm. deborah went through and even to see that she knew that like jail was going to um 
like eventually kill Sisera so that Israel mm-hmm. could be free. Like she believed that God could do that, so therefore, like she went courageously into with Derek, uh, with Barak, Barak. I said almost said Derek, <laughs> Barak. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just really cool. I think, and it's a great reminder of like that is the if Deborah can do this, so can I. And Deborah lived in a much more um, dangerous time than I did. And if Deborah can do it, and like the Lord is with her, then so can I. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as we focus on and we take a look at the identity of Deborah, something we can definitely take away is her courage, her obedience, her faithfulness, her wisdom. Um, Yeah, especially her obedience and just how, you know, she was called to do some pretty scary things, but she had that faith and trust in Mm -hmm. God. And um, she knew that that was what God had for her to fulfill. Yeah, one thing that um, stuck out to me is how, like, caring she was. As, like, considered mother over Israel, she was, like, had to be kind of this wise, caring person. Um, And just being tender, caring kind of stuck out to me how we should be um, caring towards others and care for those, like, that we love. Like, we're in those relationships, not just to, like, only be friends, but to care for them and, like, be, like, involved with their lives and, like, being there for one another. Yeah, when I think of, like, what you say, Becca, like her wisdom, like where does that come from? It comes from like her faith um, and from God. And so I think that can just point us to God mm-hmm. and, yeah. and and just like growing in wisdom, mm-hmm. like not in like worldly things, but in um, like the things of God. Knowledge of him. Yeah. 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 I think another point connecting to identity is that um, – God can use anyone at his mm-hmm. will. Um, how Deborah was the only female judge and a prophet, um, but she still, her life was still a testimony. Um, and she was still obedient, and God used her. Um, that no matter what position we're in, God can still use us. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite thing about Deborah is her wisdom. I that's something that I have been like really convicted about is like, what does it look like to be like a wise woman of God? And the fact that Barack was like come with me like because I need you because you are like in touch with God like he knew the value in that and I think like her her obviously like her identity was found in God because she knew that he like was in control um but yeah. also like she had so much like she's literally called the mother of Israel for a reason because mm-hmm. she had so much wisdom in her because of God um mm-hmm. and him mm-hmm. her trusting in him and listening to him and walking with him and I think that's a great application from Deborah to our lives mm-hmm. as well yeah. yeah and also just knowing that God wouldn't put someone to lead all of Israel he wouldn't put Israel he wouldn't put someone in charge if they weren't capable of mm-hmm. it if they weren't wise mm-hmm. enough to do it and mm-hmm. so just how he used her in such incredible ways and how we can look at her life now Mm. and just um, see that. And we talked about in Ruth, how Ruth changed how we look at relationships. Like she set a whole new example of Mm. being loyal, a whole new like level of um, being faithful. And I think we can do the same thing for Deborah when it comes to our relationship with God being like Mm. having that obedience and that faithfulness. Like she was called to do terrifying things. Um, I mean, we are too today, but not necessarily going and fighting giant armies yeah. um, and stuff. So I think she set a whole new level for that. Yeah, God also like used her with her wisdom. Like God was the one to first give her the wisdom that she used to yeah. help like be mm. in charge of Israel. And so yeah. I think like that's just kind of everything 
from her story just connects back to God. It's like, he gave her the wisdom, he gave her the courage, he gave her the faithfulness, and like all of it, of like her story of just like, and her identity is like pointing back to God. And that's what we like talked about in Eve too, of how like everything started with God, our identity should be rooted in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so like, that's the same for every single woman that we study. Yeah, and then after that, um, like after he delivered them, after God did all those amazing things, Deborah and Brock, they like have a whole song to him mm-hmm. um, of praising yeah. him, talking about his deliverance, talking about all of that. And I think that's also important because sometimes we can look at ourselves and say, yeah, I was faithful. I was obedient. Like, good for me. This is why mm-hmm. good things happen. But being like, no, God helped me to be obedient. God helped me to be faithful. This is where it comes from. And just keeping our praise on him. Amen. Yeah, and that, like, our identity and our trust and everything comes from him. So, like, returning that back to him and giving mm-hmm. him yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Catherine and Megan, so much for joining us today. We loved having you, loved having your insight on our podcast. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode um, and just – know that your identity can be rooted in Christ and should be rooted in Christ and that he loves you like no matter what. Mm -hmm. Um, So always come back to that aspect of being rooted in Christ. Um, Yeah. And we're so thankful that you guys could join us um, on listening in. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much for listening. If you have any prayer requests, comments, um, concerns, anything you want to share with us, Um, Go ahead and you can check us out at BAMPodcast08 on Pinterest and Instagram. And also, if you want to email us, we have an email at BAMPodcast08 at gmail.com. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening and for coming on for another episode. Stay tuned for our next one. And that's it. BAM! BAM!